0: Hello, welcome to episode 185 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast, Bring you to the table while we talk about the outdoors. This week we got a full house. Uh, We got myself, Nick, Tom, Frank, and we're joined by our good buddy Austin. Austin's been on the podcast quite a few times already. Uh, He's one of our good buddies that hunts with us up in New York, does a ton of work up there with us. Um, Can't thank him enough for that. But uh, just recently he's picked up a lease over in Ohio and don't want to give away too much, but it's quite a haul from where he's at right now so your tactics for scouting and planning for the season have to change a little bit so we were just talking to Austin about that how he's gonna overcome some of like the obstacles that come with you know hunting a property that's so far away um, but without further ado let's get tuned into this week's episode I did the cardinal sin I pull up my boat and then I look dead at his antlers I got out of the truck and when I slammed the door
1: I
2: heard all around me Alaska moose spot and sock that is the
1: bucket list I agree. What's up, everybody? We got the usual crew—me, Nick, and Tom—here today. That's right. Here I am.
3: Glad to be in the studio. Oh yeah, big
0: time. Hope and everyone had a happy Fourth. Yeah, it was the Fourth of July, so we celebrated just like Lady Liberty would have wanted us to. Mm-hmm.
1: Happy birthday, America. We had a good time. It was good. Good stuff. Frank, we got another familiar face in the studio tonight. We do. We've we've heard from him time and time again. Big buck killer, big big, bear killer, big bear killer, big turkey killer. Oh, hey now, (laughs) he's just a stone cold killer. Our our buddy Austin Enterline. It's good to have you again, buddy.
0: Good to be back. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Austin, the main reason we wanted to bring you on this week was we've been kind of talking about uh, you know bachelor groups of bucks and then doe management. You know, we're basically all pre-hunting season sort of topics um and late last year you fell into a lease over in Ohio and you know we won't disclose where in Ohio but we, what we can say is that it's you know a couple hours from us um so it's you know not right in your backyard and
2: yeah. <clears throat> definitely a good drive down i mean it's probably about 6 hour drive
0: okay so s- property is 6 hours away um the lease is for the whole year and it's obviously not feasible to you know scout it weekly and Mm-hmm. Do a bunch of different things. So, I wanted to talk to you about how you're preparing for the season with a new piece of property that you've never hunted before, um, but it's also six hours away. So, what have you been doing, you know, the past few months
2: getting ready for the season? So, pretty much uh when we first got that lease, I had no idea what it was even going to look like. Well, has anybody hunted there before two years ago? Oh, your dad has hunted it? Yeah. Okay. So, I knew, I had the good idea what was going to be down there. I mean, it, if you get a lease, there's no guarantees what you'll see or not. So, mm-hmm. but uh, so far, I mean, it's looking pretty good. I'm seeing some good bucks on. the You tactic. have cameras out now. Yeah, I have uh, three tacticams, sending my phone from down there. So,
0: so if you've never hunted there or anything, how did you? So you went down there. Like, did you scout it all on Onyx Maps before you started putting cameras out? So, like, like what was your first impressions? You know,
2: yeah. weekend one down there. Uh, it was actually when we were turkey hunting, um, I was hunting down in Kentucky, which is a good, I mean, further drive down, but I mean, it was on the way, mm-hmm. so we stopped there. Um, I was with my dad at the time. We ended up h- getting him a gobbler, but he was showing me around the property, places where he had stands and there was feeders and I mean, it looked real good. So How was, big is the property? It's uh two hundred twenty acres or okay, something. Okay, so you got like a good
0: that. chunk of property. Yeah. There.
2: So there is a, a bean field on the front part. It's on and your it, property. What's it? It's yeah. on the lease. Yeah, I mean, and it cuts down through a couple other properties, which are just fields, corn and beans. So I mean, we have it's it's such a good setup there. So fortunate to have it. So besides the bean
0: field in the front, what kind of terrain are you looking at for the rest of the property?
2: uh field i mean it gets in a little i mean there's two ravines i guess you could say um one medium one and one that's just it's a straight cliff is that Uh, that wooded
0: in that area like where the ravines are yeah it's
2: wooded and then out back there's a a clear cut they just had logged out a couple years ago which is pretty cool to see too could hold a lot of good bedding area back in there
0: so uh, after walking the property, and you figure out you know you're gonna put some cameras out uh, whereabouts on the property, like what sort of areas did you put your cameras on to try and start getting a survey?
2: Uh, when I went down there, I uh, I brought three looking blocks just to kind of get an idea, and I put actually it was an old stump. It looked like someone was using years beforehand, and I just set them on that. It was probably eighty yards from the field. And that one's doing pretty good right now. And then I just threw a couple out back, but I plan on moving the cameras to a couple of scrapes I found. And when did you find the scrapes? Uh, we were—that's when we were turkey hunting. Okay, so they look
0: like they're just like active scrapes now, or
2: yeah, like, I mean they were hitting it.
0: Just one of them, like the community. Yeah. Okay, because sometimes there are a few scrapes that seem to get hit year round, just as like a community thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just I, let all the other deer know who's in the area. of thing um is it something like that or did it look like it hadn't really been touched since fall
2: i mean they were there was like three all together i've never seen something like that but i mean there were just like three up and around this one tree yeah i've seen
0: a couple spots like that where it seems like a few scrapes around one tree Mm -hmm. and then over time if it's like a community style scrape like that that it it seems to almost just turn into like all the way around the tree yeah Mm
1: -hmm. especially like. The big apple tree, like apple trees are good for that. There's a lot of low lying branches. They come up from all around it and like eventually it kind of
0: grows into one big scrape. Yeah. And those aren't typically the scrapes I like pay attention to during the rut, um, but it does help give you a pretty good um, survey early in the year, like what kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, caliber deer you've got on the property. Yeah.
1: Um, So like with your early season cameras, not early season, but preseason cameras, I know like around here, places that we can hunt all the time, we're kind of just looking for inventory. We don't really care about places that we're going to hunt because we can easily move cameras later in the season. Since it's a place you can't go very readily, are you changing your tactic a little bit? Or are you going more for in areas you want to hunt eventually, or are you just putting them on places that are high traffic right now so you can get an inventory of what deer are in the area?
2: Yeah. So. With this lease, there's seven other guys, and that's a. I mean, that space gets eaten up pretty quick. So Mm -hmm. I'm hopefully going to be looking at that bean field the hardest because I know early season they love the beans Mm -hmm. when they're still bright and green. So if I get set up along there and maybe get it done in the first month, early October, then I'd be happy with that. So that's kind of what I'm shooting for right now. So when does the season open up in Ohio?
1: Are you, are uh, you guys September, earlier? September
2: 29th. September 29th. So, so it's pretty same much day, it's same PA. as PA. Are you going to
1: go there for opening day? Or are you going to hunt PA first, then go there like the following weekend?
2: I'll probably be hunting down there early as far as I can. So,
0: mm-hmm. uh, Do you plan on taking time off to go on Ohio early season, or is that uh, still saving not. that for the rut?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have no idea yet. but Probably depends on what you're starting
0: to see yeah. as it gets close. Now, with seven guys on the lease, are you guys coordinating it all so you're not all down there at the same time? Or how are you you guys looking to attack that?
2: Yeah, it sounds like, I haven't talked to the guys. My dad was, I'm, he's just kind of like my little chain link through them. So <laughs> <laughs> he said during rifle season, he plans on to draw sticks for tree stands or whatever. But I mean, it's pretty much free game for archery season, which a lot of those guys don't archery hunt anyway. Oh, that's, that's nice. It's yeah. perfect. don't have all the, the competition well, for when you really want to be in the woods. Yeah, I mean, that's what I heard. So as mm. soon not I get down there, there's six trucks parked there. So, <laughs> Are you guys, Do you, like,
3: share trail cam photos with each other? And, like, hey, this is what I'm getting over here. This is what I'm getting here.
2: Yeah. Everyone thinks you're skipping out on each other, not seeing bucks. So we just told them, just put, put your camera up where we got the bait. Mm-hmm. So we got two cameras on. The food source or whatever. So oh, so you guys have like
0: multiple like people putting cameras on the same bait so everybody can right yeah. Just, so you, like you know said. no
1: one's lying. Well, Austin is pretty good at lying about bucks. He said he said his camera was dead silent, and then you and I shot two bucks off of it. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he is known for that. You gotta watch him; he gets sneaky. <laughs> so, the property this big and with as little time as you're gonna have. Um, Do you plan on having a lot of, you know, preset stands or are you more looking at just being mobile so you can kind of move around and adjust to what you're seeing? Because, I mean, you're not going to be able to hunt it, you know, after work, per se, like you could up here.
2: Yeah. I was thinking about putting one just main ladder stand, for maybe a good spot for rifle season. But I I plan on mostly mobile because when you hunt a new area, you want to be stationed somewhere where you think you could be at a better spot so Mm -hmm. i think i'm just gonna go mobile yeah it makes
0: it easy if you've got a good stand that you know makes that simple if you're you know november you're sitting there and three bucks come by you know out of range it's nothing to just pack it up real quick and move so you're in range because i've always been the kind of person that if i see three deer do the exact same thing yeah i'm moving if i if i couldn't kill them from where i'm at like Mm -hmm. i'll i will get down and i'll move just because you know If three do it, there's a chance that there's another one coming. Doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I I sometimes want to get down after the first one, but I also don't (laughs) want
2: to, like, jump the gun either. Right. So. Yeah, it's all part of the chess game, so.
1: So are you allowed to bait during the season where you're at? I know there's some places in Ohio that you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Do you plan on doing it? Or does anybody on the lease, are they into baiting? uh,
2: I mean, they had feeders there two years ago. I mean, I don't know if I'll be doing much of it, but yeah, it's definitely weird. I
1: And that's so foreign to us because it's yeah. very illegal around here. So.
2: Yeah, like New York, you can't even have a bait at all. Yeah,
1: and even out of season.
2: Yeah. Did your dad have any luck there years prior? Uh, no, but he's he's seen some good slammers there, so. Really
1: honing in on them.
2: Yeah, I so, mean, he he's got an idea where he's gonna. You plan on hunting, and so it's kind of cool we got that foot in the door too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, obviously this is your first year hunting there, um, but seeing like what your dad's seen in the past, and then you know what your cameras are getting now, um, and I think you even had some cameras up at the end of last season, didn't you? For or where? For your Ohio piece. Uh, no. So just this, just this year, you've got pictures. Yeah. Um, you have any idea on like what you think you're going to be holding out for? Like, what's your benchmark that you're trying to? Booners or
2: nothing? Uh, I was told not to shoot under 120.
0: Okay. Now, I guess it, it's early, obviously, with um, all velvet picks. you know They can be a little bit misleading, but is that looking pretty yeah. achievable
2: then? Yeah. Yep. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, there's – I got, like I said, three cameras, and I see some deer. One camera. I don't even see it on my other camera. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely a lot of territory. Yeah. And Everything's going to – it's just like here – I'll see bucks all summer long and then as soon as hunting season comes, bam, they're, they're gone. never see them again. So and there's
0: always new bucks that show up in October that you didn't see all summer. So it's I mean mm-hmm. it kind of it all ends up working itself out.
2: Yeah. And there's a lot of bobcats down there too. Really? So, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Are they
0: can you trap them in Ohio? Uh
2: well, I heard you can't do anything. you can't there's no way of mm-hmm. legally harvesting so
0: that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, water sources on the property? I know you said there was ravines, but like, is there a stream or anything that runs through there? Actually, there's a pond up front too. That could be key early season too. Yeah. I So think for
2: how dry it's been. hmm so.
0: Um, with it, you said up front, is that is it like somewhere in the bean field or close to the bean field? Yeah, it's behind the bean field. So could you strategically place yourself yeah, to where you're yeah. in the woods, but or like on the tree line, but pond and beans are both. Yeah, in close I, proximity.
2: It would be tough to do that. I mean, it's kind of further shot out towards the pond, mm. but, I mean, yeah, you definitely could.
0: At least, you know, get a trail that looks like they're using to get to the pond. Mm-hmm. Right,
2: which they do. I mean, it's, I mean, you'd have to see it on the map. It's hard to describe it, but...
0: Yeah, well, we don't want to give too much away about yeah. the property, you know? <laughs> um, you know, you don't have to worry about, like, us three, but I know I've heard from other people that, and, I, and I've even seen it, you know, you give too much information away... Um, whether it's a hunting property or a fishing property, something um, there's always somebody that can figure it out if you give out too much info. So right, um, is the
3: pond stocked by any chance? A little bit off topic, but
2: uh, when I, I went camping down there and I was catching, got bass and what else did I get a little uh, pumpkin seed or whatever mm-hmm. it goes, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: that's cool. It gives you something to do in the afternoon. Yeah. If you're up there in the summer.
0: So is there any sort of structure on the property? Um, Like, is there a barn or a cabin or lodge or anything, or?
2: Uh, One disadvantage, there is some houses nearby, but it's nothing crazy, but. I guess I'm I'm saying for you to stay. Well, for me to stay? Yeah, there's hotels. um, But there's
1: nothing, there's not like a building on the property? No. The property is completely vacant other
2: than for hunting. Other than an old barn, that's all that's there. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and I know you picked up recently a tent uh, that hooks to your truck and everything. Is that how you plan on hunting it in the fall, or were you looking at more hotel while you're down there?
2: Uh, yeah, I, yeah that's why I got that. So uh, hopefully I could plan on using that until it starts getting real cold. I don't know how cold it gets down there. Oh, you
1: can be a man about it.
2: Yeah, I it mean, de- yeah.
3: definitely gets cold. I don't think you'll have to worry about snow as much as we do here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Get a but good sleeping bag. Yeah. It would be nice to just be right
2: on the property.
1: Yeah, they're and going. But wake up in the morning and you're right there. Don't got to worry about it.
2: One disadvantage about that lease, uh, they see a ton of dogs just running wild. Oh, really? Yeah. Like coyote dogs or like... No, running? just uh, regular residential dogs, people's pets just running around. That's Yeah, that's Is it fantastic. pretty close to like a lot of other houses or is it
1: pretty remote? Yeah, I know you... I mean, there's... You, you said if there's a couple houses but
2: yeah if you're running the main stretch around there's houses around but it's just like I it's mean it's kind like of like farmland yeah okay mm-hmm.
0: um yeah tom and i've had to deal with dogs on property in the in the it's last few sure years it's annoying yeah and it's the property tom and i hunts a little bit bigger than that um, but a neighbor has sheep dog that and and sheep that also decide to get loose all yeah. the time and it just, it's so frustrating when you put a bunch of time in. It really takes the wind out of your sails. Yeah, I mean, I've, I was up in the tree one time, and I had a small buck and a doe, you know, just feeding out in front of me, probably 40 yards. And then both of them just, you know, looked in a direction and then gone. What the hell was that? You know, so I sat for a little while longer. Um, nothing came through, you know, hour later, so I get down. And an entire herd of sheep had moved in behind me, but like it was so brushy and stuff, I couldn't see them until I climbed down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, well, that that's probably what spooked those deer. You know, they just slowly kind of worked their way in. And mm-hmm. but for your sake, Austin, I really hope that the dogs don't cause too much of a problem. But thank you. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs>
2: so yeah, cross my fingers, see what happens, and.
0: Now, I know a lot of this could change um, coming into the season, but you know, you've know you got property in Ohio, you got property in PA, and property in New York. Um, how do you plan on splitting your time between the three, or is it going to be more of a game time decision, what you're seeing on, on camera?
2: Uh, mostly game time, but like I said, I just want to hunt down there as hard, as early as possible, before guys start coming in during rifle and mm mm-hmm. That's just, I don't like fighting over where to hunt, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I could be in and out, I'd be happy with that.
1: Show up first day, shoot a 160. Yeah. Be done with it. <laughs> right. Is
3: Ohio a one buck
0: state? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I wish New York was too. I mean, it, it's, it's nice, but if we look at the quality of deer that we have in the area, like if you could cut what people are killing in half, I feel like it would only help. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: How many people do you know that are consistently shooting two bucks? One. Yeah. But so I
1: think it would. Yeah, I don't think you're going to cut, cut it, it in it half. In. You're going to cut no, the allocated tags in half. But, um, um, you but, wouldn't kill the harvest. That you're well, the harvest
3: I'm sure there's half. probably a lot of New York hunters though that shoot the first spike that they see because there is no antler restriction. So
1: yeah, yeah. yeah if they only had one tag, or like if there was an antler restriction, I they wish- might be a
0: little more picky. I wish, too, that New York, if, if you're going to give me two tags, let me pick how I use them. I hate that one's archery, one's gun. Like, why not? I'm not against that. I feel like if I could get it done twice in bow season, who who cares? Yeah. I mean, like, if you had an opportunity to kill, you know, both bucks with your bow. I would much rather do that. Why don't you yeah. just
3: take your bow out in rifle season?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. But th- that is the same thing. Like you were saying, cut the number of tags in half. You're essentially doing that once archery season's over. You lose a tag at that point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you don't fill that tag and,
0: all
3: right, well. Because there's a lot of people that gun hunt that don't, that don't archery on, so then they, you could go out and kill two bucks with your rifle.
1: Yeah, and it's a lot easier to kill two bucks with a rifle than it is with a bow.
0: Yeah, that's true. So you're shooting yourself in the foot here, Nick. Yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, I think PA is definitely good to keep just one buck with oh, the no amount doubt. of people that yeah. hunt. Um, but yeah, Austin, appreciate you explaining your, your yeah. piece to us a little bit. I'm, I'm looking forward to it for you. I'm excited to see you hopefully kill a giant over in Ohio because they've, in, I'd say the last five years or so, they've always had big deer, but it seems like they've been getting quite the spotlight the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, when we go down to the outdoor shows and stuff, it seems like some of the biggest bucks are getting taken out of Ohio lately. Mm-hmm. So... I hope f- you get the job done on a
1: really big buck early because I want you to come to New York. I enjoy having you in camp up there. So if you don't kill a big buck, you're not going to be there. So get the job done.
0: Thanks, yeah. Frank. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for opening day buck for Austin in Ohio. That'd be awesome. Kickoff right, Deer Camp series with Austin.
2: And that's yep. right after the uh, Nickelback concert, too. So. Oh, oh, baby. oh, That's right.
1: So are you... Oh, yeah, you're leaving the Nickelback concert in Pittsburgh and
0: going straight to Ohio. Yeah, oh, that's God. the plan, so... You're going <laughs> <over> your <shit. laughs> <No. laughs> well, to
2: be hungover as shit. Well, let's keep it easy. I
0: remember Tom texted me. And this is We're getting way off topic here, but we'll close it out after this. But I remember Tom texted me said, Hey, Austin wants to go to a Nickelback concert. What do you say? I'm like, when is it? The like day before the season, I was like, Tom was like September 29th or whatever it was, and I'm like, you do know what the next day is, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I'm like, we know. I'm like, all right, all right, sounds good. I'm in. Well, for us, it's only like a two-hour drive back home. You said you would drive me too. Yeah, yeah, oh, Austin's that was a
3: long
1: drive. Are you leaving that night, or are you gonna stay that night and then get up, wicked early in the morning? I suppose you, you're just gonna leave and get right in the tree, and
2: just drive right there, yeah, and
1: pretty much get in the stand. Yeah, it'll be time to hunt by the time you get there
2: unfortunately but yeah
1: hey you're a third shifter you used to be up. yeah all i ready.
2: guess so we'll get a good cat nap beforehand <laughs> good deal well i know
0: you three are going to be shooting your bows yeah um, you still haven't fixed yours my, i'm in the process idiot. it's, yeah, it's blah, in blah. the works you've been
1: saying that for a month no
0: i didn't say that i said i need to get on it i am officially on it um mm-hmm. option archery's been contacted you know we're working out how to get it fixed um But yeah, so I'm hoping you guys all enjoy shooting your bows. Frank's going to try and hit the target. We don't know. (laughs) Uh, But on that note, you guys all know what to do. Get outside.